0: All right welcome welcome three birds fans to another episode of three birds and a punt i am one of our the co-hosts of my name is afia and i am joined by my friend john say hey john
1: hey hey
0: all right as you can see we're missing another again from our crew whip tonight uh, but we'll hold it down. The, obviously, it's a crazy day, so we had to come out tonight to to really give our take on everything that's been happening in the in the NFL, Sixers, and and you know beyond. So so don't forget to subscribe right there. Follow us. Hit that subscribe button, and uh, look forward to having a great show. Let's just dive right into it, okay? First, I want to make sure to remind everybody. Um, that the three birds are happy to announce that we've partnered with amaze media labs to be the official Eagles podcast for the pigskin network. Okay. We're very excited, very excited for this partnership. You can find three birds and a punt on YouTube, Spotify, Apple megaphone, or wherever you get your podcast. We're also on Twitter, Instagram at three birds and a punt, please download and subscribe. We, we really do appreciate all the support we've been getting.
1: It's the truth, we really do.
0: Absolutely. All right. So I really just want to jump into everything that's been going on. The title of our show, episode 38, is called A Hard Day's Night, because that's really what it <laughs> felt like yesterday. Okay. To to see and witness. Um, <clears throat> I guess everybody had been waiting for March 10th. Okay. Everybody. And I don't know. Did it live up? Let me let me ask you, John. Did it live up to your expectations? Like, how are you feeling after that game?
1: Thank you for that, Steph. Oh my gosh, it was disappointing. Uh, epic, epic failure. Epic meltdown. We built it up to be such a thing. It's going to be the 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 fu game to for Ben. How his antics and how he left Philly. Um, ultimate revenge game for Harden. Ultimate revenge game for MB for how things him and KD have been going back and forth at the end of games. I felt like we 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 lost a good opportunity to sh- to to show the world that we're here to play. Now it's one game, one game out of eighty-two games, but to come out flat like that, you. It, it's. They definitely got up for the game. They didn't appear to miss many shots. They they I think they hit. They they hit on sixty two percent of their field goals. Last yeah yeah absurd 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 and and the the sixes going in the half were like shooting twenty five percent from yes. From it the, was field it goal. was oh. a
0: very atypical night. Like let me let me start. Let me preface whatever I'm going to say about this by right, starting with, it was a very atypical night. Okay. You're not, it's not very often that James Harden is going to go what, like three for 15 or three for 16, three for 17, three for 17. Okay. Um, Maxi has been killing it. So he was bound to kind of come back to earth a little bit. It just so happened to be the worst um, game ever to choose for him to come crashing back down to earth. Tobias. He was Tobias. Um, and, and really, the only person given maximum effort was was Joel Embiid. But even him, he didn't really score too much outside of the free throw. So I think there was... Um, and, and really, the only person given maximum effort was, was Joel Embiid. But even him, he didn't really score too much outside of the free throw. So I think there was... Um, okay, sorry about that. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Why don't I let John keep talking while I figure out some technical difficulties
1: here? <laughs> Just to piggyback what you were where you were going, it it. They,
0: Why don't I let John
1: keep the defense? What did not show up? They let Kevin Durant get into his spots. Kevin, like they let. Kyrie get hot, they let Seth Curry, Seth Curry was cooking our defense, cooking them, cooking them, cooking them, cooking them. Andre Drummond, before he got hurt, you know, he was he, he did his own thing. And for those guys, they, they were up for it. We were just flat. Our offense was flat. Our defense, we couldn't stop anything in the beginning. Um we couldn't generate stops. It seemed like when we we, we we did get a stop, they go right down the court and score again. And it seemed like we can never get take advantage of those stops, those opportunities where we get stops on defense. And Kevin Durant is, I don't know, he's got into his his spots.
0: Um, Listen, the the net wasn't even little, moving <clears throat> with some of the with the threes that. He was raining down, so he was locked in. I mean, they were they were hunting this moment in a way, right? So I definitely think that. I mean, there's two th- there's two things I feel about what happened last night. One, the Sixers were completely unprepared to play, just for for an atmosphere for a game that has probably been circled. You know how in football, right? There are games that you circle your schedule because you know. It's either you're fi- you're playing against your former team or you're coming. You know, it's some type of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And, so you have a lot of players coming back to the Sixers with a chip on their shoulder.
1: That's true. I think
0: every net player came to Philadelphia with a chip on their shoulder.
1: Oh, yeah, they especially were laughing. Steph they were Curry, laughing and joking the whole time, time, right? They were laughing and joking and loose. Right. The Sixers were loose, but. The Sixers, I don't know. They weren't they weren't there they weren't
0: there right that that i think is the biggest thing that i got from watching the game last night like they weren't they weren't locked in i don't know if it was the moment i don't know if it was the the frenzy the all the extra you know the playoff atmosphere and you and so on and so forth i know everybody's talking about you know look classic james harden falls apart every time there's a big moment can't handle the spotlight can't handle the pressure um we already traded away a player like that so uh, it's a little concerning to 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 hear those things being cast about now but I don't I don't know if it was necessarily that like the moment even though there was elements of that happening in 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 this in the game I think the game plan was poor
1: I agree the game plan was brutal
0: brutal brutal, brutal. it didn't play on any of our player strengths it completely fed into what the nets were doing and i don't think there were many adjustments to figuring out what the nets were doing you know i just it just didn't seem like sixers ball in a way like just a lot of foul hunting a lot of a lot of fast breaks just just too much too soon and it bit us in the ass by the tune of 29 points
1: and Kevin Durant said something after the game that like really stuck out to me. He was like, they're bad. They're not a good transition team. And I was like, oof. Um I'm like, they're deep. I'm like, we're decent. But I mean the litmus test was that game. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna see. But it is only one game. You know it's 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 tough. Doc didn't get these guys up. They didn't put them yeah. in the right spot. Um the rotation, <clears throat> you yeah. know, iffy. Some of the – I'm like, why wasn't Isaiah Joe in more? Why – give some of those guys – if you see people are struggling like that, you see your starters are struggling, work other people in. Oh, they have the hot hand. They, and that's the thing, the difference between Brett Brown and Doc. Doc is like – Doc will never change his rotations, And that's kind of scary headed, as we head to the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen? We have the We have a team built for a championship – but Doc could ruin it by his yeah. rotations and playing playing, playing bad combinations, giving up a lead. Like mm-hmm. there was a game earlier this season where we were up 11. He put in Corkmaz, Danny Green, this, this, that, and whoever, and 11-point lead ended up being us like swung, and we were down by 13. I'm like, wait, how do you even let it get to that point? Once it gets to like –
0: I don't know. I, I, no, I completely agree with you, John. It's, it's maddening to see. I was watching the game, and at one point, you know, Joel's kind of cutting the lead. And, and honestly, Joel didn't get no help last night. So I, I'm not going to say it was all on doc. The players weren't given their, they had shots. It just didn't go in. You they know, they seem to pass
1: up a lot, right?
0: Right, right. They exactly.
1: Win. Like, they, like, they, their offense is so predictable though. And
0: that's- it is. And a lot some of those passes didn't even make sense. Like, why are you giving me Mat- I understand the idea of wanting to give Matisse Steible some shots, but not from the three-point
1: outrage.
0: You know, I I just I'm just not I'm just not there. But I just I just wondered, you know, at one point the game was kind of getting a little close. It seemed as though, you know, Joel Joel had been able to kind of claw us back in it to a certain extent. And then Doc sent him to the bench, and he had out there n- nobody but cold players, okay? There's one person on the team that has been shooting somewhat efficiently, yep. one.
1: yep.
0: And you sat him for a large stretch of the second quarter, and, and we never were able to get even close enough to, you know, threatening them at that point.
1: I agree. That it's disappointing. So, we 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 have championship aspirations for this team, and they just crapped the bed. They really did <laughs> on yeah. the national stage. It was the only game we thought we were coming and smash them, and we got whooped.
0: Right, similar to yeah, that
1: Boston no. game. Oof.
0: Right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to make. I don't want to make a bigger thing of it. Up. A bigger thing of it than it needs to be, because I know you know regular season games have their. You know, um <laughs> regular season games have their uh wow, that looks so <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> Little fashion moment here. Regular season games have their, you know, their moments, but they're not the end all be all. Like we really just have to get ourselves ready for a game seven series. But was what was what what was alarming to me was thinking about the idea that doc's still not like as you say changing he's not reacting to the moment as it is he's he doesn't seem to be he seems to only want to rely on his players to overcome the game plan rather than expanding the game plan to maximize his players and so I'm 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 a little concerned that you know as life happens if we get down like it, The tendencies that were there, regardless of coach, are still there to kind of to kind of in big moments kind of just show up a little small. And you thought Doc would be able to overcome that, like with his experience and his expertise, he should be able to calm these these types of people down. Maybe maybe they've never been in a quite a playoff atmosphere, but he's certainly been in a quite off playoff atmosphere. So he should be able to to get his guys ready and get his guys prepared, and they weren't. And that's that's what troubles me more more long term than the game. And I know we didn't really talk about Ben and the whole. Ben Spector, but honestly, like, I don't really prefer to give him too much energy. I know he was enjoying that win that he contributed nothing to. Um, if anybody had any type of whatever, it was Seth Curry who went yeah. off, of course. And when you have a little bit of a grudge against the father in law who traded you and the team,
1: he, he, he had a heat check. Seth Curry was on fire. Like, there was a point where he scored like back to back baskets, and Doc called a timeout after the last one. I'm like, you call a timeout now, um, right? A little too late. Seth, Seth hit it. Seth hit a three, and was walking. It Doc called a timeout, and he was like still on like the Sixers bench, and then he like made his way over. it. I yeah, like, I saw nah, that. They are embarrassing us. Yes, the national TV.
0: It was it was definitely an embarrassment. Hopefully, James McCarden called it like a necessary wake up call. I don't, I, I I hate love when athletes say getting their ass kicked was a wake up call. Like I don't know how you're not awake in your professional sport. You you play a billion dollar sport. You should be awake every moment of it. You know,
1: um, it's a marathon, and I think right? like with a game this late like that, they're just like. Kind of going through the motions, but also they, they're they confident that they're going to hit those shots. Right. And when they don't, like, damn, okay, well, we got another quarter left. Maybe we can make a run. Maybe we can make a run. Maybe we can cut the deficit. Maybe we can cut it to single digits. Did it just you never see, happened. At the end of the they game, um,
0: Harden's, Harden's hamstring was getting iced, heated, treated.
1: Rightfully so, cause he he's old now. He has to take care of his body a little more, and I'm I'm, I'm glad to see that. Hopefully, he's home getting treatment now and getting ready. <laughs> yeah, get he ready, was getting, getting right some Sunday. treatment.
0: Then he was out. Then he was out partying into the wee hours with Travis. Maybe I don't know some 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 celebrities, which is fine. Like I have no problems with James with James Harden going out to party. I just thought it was funny that he got his leg treated. Like he went and we saw his leg getting treated at the game so we could all see, oh, maybe was he a little hurt? Hmm. And then he's out later that night. So that kind of quickly dispels the idea that, you know, he might've been aching a little bit, aching, but still could get up, you know, and I, and I think that's fine. But I also think it's important to James for James Harden to recognize that you, you can enjoy yourself. You can have a good time. Um, Please, you know, um, uh, blow off steam after a bad night. But we have one goal and one goal only, and that's to win a championship. And if you're not fully 100% invested in that goal, um,
1: what, what are we doing? It's a waste. That's true. I think he is. I think he is. But one factor that we're missing is that when he was on the Nets, he was the only one available for long period, long stretches of the season, so he probably like he's injured. The, the marquee person that carry the team, while Kyrie can't play on the road, can't play at home. KD was out. He's the main one. He second fiddle to nobody. So I think like that, and now he's coming here. He really didn't have. I don't know. Maybe they haven't, they haven't clicked yet. They haven't, clicked. yeah. No, I agree. I they have a, they took a major agree. step, a slight step back, slight blip. I think they'll be all right. Yeah, yeah the last 17 games coming up, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Now is just for seeding and then the playoffs. And I hope we do not see the Brooklyn in the playoffs, but I think we could beat them in a seven game series. I think I, we I could beat them me. in
0: a seven game series.
1: Um, they're not going to hit 60 62%. And no,
0: they're not going to hit 60, 60 69% of their shots. I do think it might be difficult if we can't have better defense. I do think that our defense was really really bad and that has been also a trend. So not to say, you know, it's it's just going to be extremely interesting to me. And I again, I think it I don't know if it comes down to a question of talent. I wonder if it almost will come down to a question of coaching. And I think so. we'll see. We'll have to see. All right. Let us go on to you know another uh, still um, invigorating conversation. As always, three birds in a punt are a Eagles based brand podcast, and and with everything going on in the NFL, I, I we have to talk about everything that's going on in the NFL, okay? Because it's it's been crazy these last couple of days. I don't even I honestly don't even know where to begin just because of everything that's going on. But I guess I'll start with the news that dropped tonight um, that that Deshaun Watson had been criminally cleared of any wrongdoing. And he was not going to be indicted um, for for his sexual assault, sexual harassment cases. Um, And he is now open to be traded to any number of teams that want to trade for him. And it is a QB needy market as we've seen with some of these other deals that have gone on recently went to the commanders. I'm looking at you. Captain commander. Um, Oh my God. I I hate that name. I hate it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. I want to, I want to start with this Watson thing Um, because I think it's important to kind of just kind of, give our opinion on it as, as we're commentators and give it a spin to an Eagles bent and really let it be known, you know, as a, as a woman fan of the Eagles, it would, it would be extreme. <laughs> it's, it would be, it's hard for me to think about supporting a team that would want that type of person, not player, person. not player person. Um, to front their organization in a, in a model exemplary, um, um, uh, uh, steadfast way. They already jettisoned another quarterback whom they thought they had done their due diligence on, but it turns out he, he can't handle pressure. He can't handle being criticized. He can't handle the, you know, me, not we, um, I'm sorry. We, not me. So, so I, it's, it's, it makes me nervous to think about the, the sound decision-making of a team that would hire a person who has these type of allegations in his background. And the criminal part has been um, handled. So, yes, he will not go to jail over this. OK, there's still a civil component that's ongoing. OK, there may or may not be a settlement. He may or may not have to. We we, we may never know the real true details of what happened. OK, um, there's still a NFL punishment to be meted out, Right. P- potentially, the precedent is six games. So we have to think about, OK, he's not going to be available for six games. How, is, how are we going to make that work? There's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts to trading for Deshaun Watson, but if you have to ask me, and my humble opinion, if I had any say in it, it's a no for me. It's a it's no a from for me. me He's radioactive. Stay away, John.
1: I I, I second that. I second that. Um, talent's there, but those those allegations are serious and damning. Like. I couldn't back a player on my team that would do that. And I hope that person will never be allowed to play another game in, in, in the NFL if that were the case. Um talents talented, but no.
0: Yeah, no, the talent's undeniable.
1: And any team that picks him up is gonna be vilified. It's gonna be it's it's a hot mess because then that shows you his he's passive aggressive also. And do you really want another? Uh, do you really want a quarterback that's like that, that it, in the public eye is like the apple of everyone's eye, and like outside of doing all this shady shit, shady stuff? Mm-hmm.
0: No, Not No, close shit. We we out here to tell the truth, and and <laughs> and and if the little babies are listening, close your ears, okay.
1: <laughs> it, I it's a hard pass, hard pass, talent, yeah, but now nah, and I and to come here if you he were to come here oh, here
0: oh my god and and i mm. and i'm like so incredibly i saw i saw a tweet um a couple hours ago that made me a little nervous he was like Deshaun Watson is going to have meetings with all the teams interested in trading for him and decide you know make a decision on where he'll waive his trade clause and i was like uh oh maybe maybe he'll be sold into... maybe how will sell him on some shit and i really was just like no i i i we the, the philadelphia eagles or philadelphia in general i should say has the most demanding media market in the country now i say maybe the world if i'm in a sports perspective from a sports perspective
1: oh yeah okay
0: um they they can support and pay reporters in ways philadelphia can pay support reporters in ways that other cities can't and if he's trying to rehab his image, restore his standing in his community, and and do all the things that he wants to do to kind of um um get I, I, to 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 put this all behind him, he should not come to Philadelphia. You do not want to take questions from our reporters. You do not want to have our reporters digging into your background. Jeff McClellan, everybody knows Jeff. Mc- if you are a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you know, and I'm not, I didn't have no idea, I don't know. But I can just imagine one of our intro intro reporters spending a whole year on this Deshaun Watson thing. And it doesn't matter what we and I know I know the perfect timing, whether we win, whether we're whether we're in heading for the playoffs or whether we're we're shit in the bed. They, they will drop it at the most optimal moment to just cause the most utter chaos. And every single day on the radio, the, I for, the reporters, let I me mean, not only forget the talk show host, the oh, jockey on the radio. Oh,
1: yeah. 97.5. Oh, yeah. WIP be on deck. It'd be crazy. It would. We be, not I, report. We wake up Sunday morning before the. We wake it. up Sunday morning before the game start, and oh, here's a report about the. Another game.
0: report dropping every Sunday that the game. Like I really think there's there's some reporters out there they are like they were licking their chops just thinking about how they can sort of like burnish their credentials on a Deshaun Watson story. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, my, my my buddy Howard asking. Oof, but run him through the mill.
0: I just, it, it, I understand it from a, a, a sports perspective. He's 25 years old, 20 maybe 26 years old. He's a perennial Pro Bowler already. You're getting an extremely dynamic player. Um, but I don't think the what he what he gives you on the field off ways what off the field will come with it. And I still think the Eagles are going to try. I know how howie's going to try. Um, I just hope Deshaun Watson says no. Same way you Russell know. Wilson said no,
1: right? <laughs> right? How Same way that? Russell
0: Wilson said
1: no, no, no. There you go, Deshaun. We'll we'll give you um we'll give you a, we'll a, a, a four year extension, hundred million dollars. Um, key to like the city, own, your own little back
0: room where you can do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: time time But it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. I, I,
0: I, I think I. To me, I foresee a strong Watson at a place like pan, like Carolina. Like, like nobody's paying attention down there, right? Yeah, I, maybe yeah. the Seahawks, even like no one.
1: Tennessee, Ooh.
0: right? A swap.
1: Tight, that man.
0: makes sense. Because they could get a QB out of that. I think that would be really appealing to the Houston Texans. Um, but aren't they in the same division? So
1: Same division. <laughs> the, the, Colts. the Colts.
0: Yeah, the Colts. That's, a, that's a sleeper. That's a sleeper. Damn. There are a lot of other teams um, that he, I think, could see the market being way more appealing to him. It's a, at a standpoint where he talked about himself wanting to rehab his image and rehab this, that, and a third, which – disclaimer i'm not calling the watson a narcissist i'm just saying that people with narcissistic tendencies tend to enjoy this type of thing where they are absolved in a way from their crimes but everybody knows what's going on and they can smile in your face and talk about how they want to um they want to they want to uh, support this, administer that, and and now they're innocent, and God has set me free. And meanwhile, they they are very smug, knowing that you know, and they know what went down. And by the power of their privilege, they got away with it, and they didn't. And so, you know, make up that what you will. Let's—I don't know what you would call what happened today. Um, justice. But it was legal. And that's how the way our law works. And that's yeah. just that's just that. This is not a law class. This is a this is a Eagles sports sports guys. So that's all I'm gonna say there. Um let's move on to something else. I'm tired of the show
1: yeah, let's let's move on. I'm
0: all for that. Uh <laughs> let's get into this once thing. Cause we have another um player that I think maybe needs to be a little bit more humble, needs to have a little bit more humble pie, needs to take a look in the mirror, listen to Michael Jackson, man in the mirror, and kind of like take hold of something. Um, I think a lot of stuff has come out recently, Mm. not just his trade, but also the reports that we have had come out about certain elements of his behavior. Mm. Yes, I'm talking about the report that dropped that during the 2017 Super Bowl run, he voiced his displeasure, at um not being out there and how uncomfortable he felt that, that the team should be doing well when he wasn't the, the fulcrum for that, the, the the person for that. And um let it be known apparently it was Darren Sproles, of course, Sprozy, who uh got in there and really, you know, went after him and was like, Yo, bro, what the what the fuck? Thank how you. are you on that shit right now? Thank now, perhaps the details could have been the discussion started with do you think if Foles had started the season versus Carson starting the season would be being the same – like, context matters, right? Because I think that if I had heard a discussion like that, yo, bro, do you think we would still be where we were if Foles was starting? I probably maybe myself would have felt like, no, like I really did contribute something, and Carson did. We all love Nick Foles. Yep. we've seen seasons when Nick Foles started. He's never finished a full season in his life. That's true.
1: That's true. Remember I, the twenty-seven and two? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm not. I'm not. But he that he, he came in halfway and then went off, and then we were all so excited. Similar yep. to this, he's yep. good at that. He's like the pinch hitter in baseball. Okay, yes. he comes in and gives you good spots, but a full season. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. So I don't think Carson was wrong in that respect. What was wrong was voicing it?
1: Hey, that's that's you mean, it's human
0: to feel what you feel.
1: That's just, it's human how to feel you go, what you, go, you
0: feel to certain
1: individuals. How are you gonna be jealous about your own brother? Like you went to battle and war with these 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 guys. Those are those are supposedly your brothers. Like, how can you feel that way if you're that close to them? Like that's that's some that that it goes deeper than football in that regard. That's like yeah. your your football team is like your family. If if mm-hmm. if it's ri- like that, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. If if I if I ever heard one of my teammates say that, like, oh, I'm happier that uh, that that, uh, that we're not having the success we're having because John's hurt. Like that's crazy. That's that's crazy. That's crazy.
0: Right. And I don't but I don't think I I wonder if I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Because I understand the human side of it. Like I get what you're saying as a player. Um, and that's what I mean in the sense of was that the right space to voice that opinion? Because as a player, your job is to sacrifice, your job is to put aside your personal feelings for the betterment of the team. So at that moment, commiserating with all the other injured guys, no, it's not the right moment to tell everybody that you feel some type of way thinking about um, them succeeding without you. Right. But, but I do think it's human to feel that way. I think in general, you want to be needed. You want to be wanted. You want to be adored. And I think that's something that Carson got a lot back in uh, South Dakota. Okay. I remember I read an article the other day and it talked about like, we had sort of expected Carson to fit right into Philadelphia because he came from a cold climate. He hunted his own food. He had that sort of tough exterior that made you think he could handle it. But the boy was the golden child of of South Dakota. Like during the Super Bowl run, while Carson was injured, the governor took a phone call for a reporter to talk about. Like that's not yeah. happening for other players. Okay, like I'm sorry. At the end of the day, I don't maybe tom like you know what i mean only the most upper echelon players are getting that type of access and privilege and he was getting it and he hadn't even done anything yet um that's true. so so and i think that purposes. when you right when you've been told your whole life that you're special and and then go to a team that told you hey all the day that you're spent it, it does kind of create a whole its own um um Uh, funnel system, you know, echo chamber, as it were, where you, where I think it's really hard for you to understand that maybe you're not bright and rosy and smelling like great, you know, maybe, maybe people are a little bit annoyed with you and can't stand your behavior and you're a bit of a dick. Like it's hard when you have been told all the time how amazing you are to have that type of self-awareness. And I do think that is is what Carson is lacking. He's lacking. He didn't even realize he was on thin ice with the Colts until a month ago.
1: Oh, yeah. You saw he tried to meet with Jim Irsay, and Jim Irsay didn't want to meet with him? Yeah, that's all. They they spoke
0: later. They spoke later. But I do think it was interesting that he didn't want to meet him face to face. He probably spoke on the phone or whatever, and he was like, nah, bro, sorry, nah. And (laughs) honestly, I don't know what he was expecting. The the man came out, Jim Irsay came out at some point in the season beginning whatever and said it's really really hard uh when your quarterback doesn't get vaccinated that makes it difficult to game plan it's a big problem and then carson was like nah i'm gonna just make the, you know me and my family have a personal choice to make and i'm not gonna get vaccinated and it hurt and i'm not gonna say it hurt him when he didn't miss any games it but straight. i don't really think it hurt him in the fact that jim mercy saw that and was like you ain't coming back
1: yeah Yep. Yeah. That, that was their and, first point on
0: uh, why he was not retained. Lack of leadership. What do you think they're talking about? COVID. Mm. In my humble opinion.
1: And he, like, if you think about how everything was in training camp, he was thrown with with the receivers and the running backs and then all the stuff in the media. Like, oh, he's such a good, good, good leader, good teammate. And then the season starts. And then you see him melt. He played well in some spots, but then you see like some moments where he melted down where he could have made better throws, better decisions, not throwing over coverage.
0: <sighs> Hard-headed. Hard headed. The three things that reared its ugly head in Philadelphia came came into sharp focus within a year with yep. the Colts. Um, you had Frank Wright having to apologize. For his job, man. I just, just again, the self awareness, the ability to self reflect, to be introspective about your own behaviors and how they affect others around you. I do think that that is a, maybe perhaps a struggle for him, as as we've seen, and that I think um, will always hold him back. You know, an- again, we have another player who's very talented when he wants to be but because of his personality it's not going to allow his talent to ascend you know um because he's not capable of of being coached the right way or he's not ta- capable of taking a step back to to the team he's not capable of being accountable and self critical in a way that's actually going to help him grow um so so i definitely think that if i were carson this would be a wake up call
1: yeah Three teams. call. Mm. You know, Three but teams, almost two years. I,
0: I and and it's funny to me because he asked to be traded. I think that's that that is what I keep coming back to. Carson asked to be traded from the Eagles. Okay, he asked to He said he said I don't like this atmosphere. Y'all not for me. I'm out. Okay, fine. No worries. We they. I don't know how they were able to have put him in such a perfect position to succeed. But they put him in a perfect position to succeed. All he had to do was take the reins that were given to him and not fuck it up. That's it. That's, That's it.
1: True. So true.
0: And he he his own personality ruined that opportunity with him. Not his play, which by the metric seems okay, whatever. His personality.
1: Yep.
0: Okay, well, I hope it works with the commanders. That's one of the most shittiest run franchises in the NFL. And apparently, according to a lot of people, you got a shitty personality. So maybe it's a match made in heaven.
1: (laughs) Tara McLaurin, oh, those guys are going to be like, oh, yeah. You overthrew me.
0: me. (laughs) Right? Listen, I I hope he's out there um, taking some time communing with his higher power and getting right because <laughs> I know he did not want to get traded back to the same division as Philadelphia. Nope. And that is going to be absolutely insane to see the games we're going to play, the two games we're going to play with him. Do you think- If he actually wins the starting position.
1: Do you think we're going to boo him?
0: I think we're going to cheer him and boo him. I think there's going to be more like jeers. You know what yeah. I mean? Because because in a certain way, we don't respect Carson as a as a fan base. All any type of respect that we may have had for him is completely and utterly you know obliterated. And so I think we think he's a fool. Yep. And he's gonna get. I, we I mean we don't respect like of, of all the franchises in our division, the least respected is the Washington Football Team.
1: That's true. That's so true. You know what I just realized and i'm sure you have and uh, many others when ben simmons left he never said a thank you to the to the sixers fans he mm-hmm. never said and he, he if you think about it he was drafted here we 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 cheered and applauded when he was drafted he was hurt he became rookie of the year um runner up for defensive player of the year we've done nothing but support that guy and It's disappointing that he didn't even take the time or consideration to even, like, send a social media post or take out an ad and say thank you to the fans that supported me throughout everything. Well, he
0: does have an arbitration case that, you know, the Sixers... Were detrimental to his ability to function,
1: and the That's fans a are a
0: part point. of that case. So, if he, the fans,
1: the people that, that correct, well, no, we're, we're part games. of his
0: case. They were part of his case. Isn't that the whole thing? Isn't that the whole reason he decided to show up in Philly so we could boo him, so he could make the case that we were that we're the cause of all of this? You know that this is not, like that he doesn't play in a in a public arena for public consumption and You're moves are part high of, high of the sport. Whatever. Okay. Anyway. So, um, it, I think I think I think he's just cynical. I think he's a cynical yeah. person, and yeah. I think that in a in a certain way, so is Carson, and they're very similar. They have very similar personalities, and it, and it is going to be a a, a tie. Like they're just going to match each other for the most vilified um uh player in 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 and Eagles or Philly lore sixers lore ever in in the history you know they're gonna go down as the most the most hated
1: karma is best served chilled yes a hundred percent and it will be
0: nice and icy on our fingers when we're holding up another championship and they're wooden all way. so uh, uh, time will tell time will tell i i all things in the moment seem extreme but when you allow a little bit of, of of time to 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 process it. It's it's a it, everything is made clear. So I do think at the end, when everything is said and done, um, whatever Carson's story will be, whatever Ben's story will be, the Sixers will be okay, the Eagles will be okay. You know, they've got an identity, they've got a, a goal, they they know what they need to do to get to it. It's just a matter of time. As as long suffering fans, we know how to be patient.
1: That That's is the truth. Thick skin. We got thick skin.
0: We got thick skin, okay? Thick it's not the skin. first time we've had the Sixers crap the bed. It's not the first time the Eagles have shot the bed. They were supposed to get Russell Wilson. That didn't happen. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, blah. Like, mm. like, nobody's an upgrade over Jalen Hurts in my – I can't even believe I'm saying that.
1: I know. I'm, I proud, went to I'm, proud, I'm proud. I'm proud. To you say make me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> when he's
0: not here, I finally say it. No, no, none of these QBs out here right now are an upgrade over what we have with Jalen Hurts. And in my opinion, you know, it would be on our in the Eagles' best interest to just see what you can do with surrounding Jalen Hurts with a little bit more talent, a little bit more help, um, trading one of our first round picks to accumulate more picks in the in the next year's draft, which is a little bit more QB rich. And ride it out, okay? I am. I'm willing to give another vibe season. I'm 100 willing to give another vibe season. The last vibe season was great. We made it to the playoffs. Maybe if I vibe out on this next season, we'll make it. to will go further in the playoffs. You know, one can only hope.
1: That's true, especially with the Cowboys getting a little weaker, the Giants getting a little. Uh eh, we don't have to worry about the Giants. Yeah,
0: we don't have and, and exactly. oh, Literally, it's just the Cowboys. We are <laughs> we are in a two-man race for NFC East supremacy. It is us and it is the Cowboys. I really do not see any – I don't see the Washington football team nor the Giants mounting any serious challenge when the Giants are picking between Daniel Jones and Mr. Trubisky, allegedly, right? I mean, you yeah. went from starter to fighting for your position. Great. Um, and the Washington football team has Carson Wentz and Tyler Haneke, which I actually believe more in Heneke than Tyler when Wentz, which oh, is, God. I can't even believe I just said that. <laughs> I, Wh- I, whip is not here. This is my Mel Koopa. I was <laughs> wrong about Carson. I was wrong. I was very wrong.
1: I, I was, a, I was, a I was, um, what's the opposite of the benefit? I was, I was, a. A uh, Carson apologist, too. Yeah. And like yeah. only because we knew his floor was super high. Right. And because what done... he
0: brought to the field when he was playing well was good. Like, no one could say that if anyone says they saw this coming, they're lying. Yeah. You're lying. Yep. It was never a murmur. It was never a whisper. It was never a rumor. Even when that big story dropped on Philly Voice, no one would believe it.
1: Nobody believed it. I didn't believe it. I was like, Who I didn't believe I'm a hater.
0: <laughs> right. Even the when, Anderson, I, even the when I saw the like, – like, like, listen, there were times where I was definitely in the, my head in the sand. And the, what only broke me was he said, okay, I want to be traded. Okay, fine. No worries. Go about your way. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I was even supporting it to a extent because I don't like how how Howie Rose may be doing this shit. He shouldn't have drafted Jalen Hurts. These are these are real legitimate concerns. But now that everything is sort of open and you can see everything in the light of the day, you have a fuller context of everything that was going on. I mean, it was just it was just a horrible um, draft. You know, I I don't know. It's hard to say looking back on it. Because he did give us our first Super Bowl. Like, I'm not going to dispute that. Carson helped us to our first Super Bowl. I agree. So, yeah, I guess it was worth it. Because now we don't have to deal with him anymore.
1: Yeah. And we have a Super Bowl we'll cherish forever. And we
0: have a Super Bowl we'll cherish forever. So, bad, terrible personality and all. It worked long enough that we got a Super Bowl out of it. So you yep. know what? I'm gonna just be happy. Thank you, Carson. And that
1: and that Foles magic in the postseason was
0: woo. exactly just a little bit, a little bit of, of Wentz's tenacity and a little bit of Foles magic. And that was enough for a beautiful ride. And thank you. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Both go your ways. I would rather Foles than Carson. Um happy ending. And um, yeah, sorry, Nara. See see. He-
1: he did he know. didn't he didn't he feel some type of way when they built the statue? I bet. I bet no, that listen,
0: listen, 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 listen. <laughs> if it wasn't, I'm I honestly it's interesting to me when we kind of know everything now that he lasted as long as he did. I but I do think that, you know, his his ability to sort of really just compartmentalize a lot, I think maybe helped him, even though I think he is pretty much of an egotist and you know, not being able to be adored, maybe gotten his head a lot and, and showed in his play, you know, getting more reckless, more ha- hard-headed. But at the end of the day, his biggest problem is his, his inability to take hard coaching.
1: You know what I just thought of also? When that happened, when that, ha- when that incident happened, when Carson was rehabbing and he was voicing his opinion about the team not being successful without him during that run. I wonder if it got back to Howie and, and Jeff. And that mm-hmm. I think that is what started the most that like got the wheels turning for them to take Jalen Hurts in that draft. If you really think about it because he came back, they gave him he, they gave him the extension. He came back. He got he hurt his back. But then 2019, we had that magical yeah. rumble where be the Giants. Yeah, I just I don't I don't
0: I don't I don't know. That doesn't to me to me it was a player thing. You know, player stuff sometimes doesn't rise to the level of management. I think the Eagles were blindsided by their – they had an idea of Carson that was not met by the reality of Carson. But they Mm. never wanted to see the reality of Carson. And so he forced it on them by saying he wanted to be traded, you know. And so I do that's what I honestly think. I think the Eagles were blindsided. They didn't expect they didn't expect Carson to fall apart. Why they shouldn't have expected Carson to fall apart when you had to have already have traded your, you know, foals because of that whole dynamic. You got rid of Malcolm because yeah. of that whole dynamic. You know, you wanted you wanted Carson to claim more leadership of the team. So you got rid of the two most, you know, um, Beloved players in the locker room, and then brought in another player by who all respect is beloved in the locker room. I just don't like the decisions, singularity one by one makes sense. But when you put it in a fuller context, it's like, you're, are you, what? And again, that's my saying, that's what I'm saying. That the Eagles' front office decision making, when you kind of look at it through, it, if you look one by one, they all look great, right? But that's how they make their decisions, it seems like, one by one. They don't see it in the broader scheme of things. Like, mm-hmm. as we just paid this man this extension, we, we let go of two uh, cornerstones of our franchises it, in order to make him feel more comfortable. Do you really think sp- spending a luxury, and it was a luxury to spend that pick on a QB, is the right move for us? I don't care the type of player he is.
1: That's true. Um, it, w- it was a surprise. It was a surprise.
0: I, 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 just, I won't I'm not gonna sit here and say trading for uh, uh drafting Jalen Hurts was a good thing. It wasn't. And I don't mean it in a sense of what it did to Carson. I just mean in the sense it was it didn't make sense. It was a dumb pick in the second we, round. It was we had a dumb other pick. holes to fill.
1: Like you, said, so many you, other you holes said that to show. you said that so many podcasts before and like after the that draft, I and I was like, Yeah. Like, yeah, Does it make sense? It you could, if you wanted ones.
0: a QB, you could have got a QB in a third round, a fourth round. You could have got a free agent QB. You did not need to spend a second round pick, plays.
1: That's true. What
0: is that? What, what, what? <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> well, I'm very, I'm very keen to see what other QBs are on the move. I think Derek. I would not surprise me if I saw Derek Carr in a Colts or Seahawks or some type of. You know, Jersey, I think I think a lot of teams are on the move. Kirk Cousins.
1: Kirk Cousins.
0: Okay. It would not surprise me if Kirk Cousins was on the move. Okay. I like you it. mentioned, Ryan Tannehill. I think we are not done yet with the QB carousel. Mariota. Mariota, Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's an interesting. He's one. trying
1: to get his starter job.
0: Yeah. Did you see Colin Kaepernick was out there uh sending tape out again? So yeah, you know, hey, who knows what could happen. For him.
1: Oh, I have a I have a, 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 a special place in my heart for that dude, man. I, I feel so bad what happened to him, what has happened to him. Oh, Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. It's a shame. I, I, I mean, really realistically, I, do. I
0: don't know if he'll ever get a job again in the NFL, but his call to action um, is bigger than that. So. Yep. You know, I just wish him all the best in and his in his endeavors, and it's just going to be a very interesting off season. And um, with that, we're going to do a little ad break for the folks. Okay, we always got to pay the bills, so um, bear with us. As you know, we partner with Amaze Media Labs to be the official Eagles podcast of the Piskin Network, and as a part of that, we are partnered with DraftKings. All right. And you college basketball fans can join in the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to and to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If the sports book isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot of a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it into the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Okay, it's running right down on your screen. TPPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win. With promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That sounds like a crazy, amazing deal. Yeah, it is. Please hit that promo and get that DraftKings deal. All right? March Madness. March Madness. March Tuesday. Madness. Wow. Tuesday. Tuesday started. Ooh, I wish I was into college basketball. No, I don't.
1: I love it. Sorry. That's like, oh. That's your third love, huh? One of, yeah. My, um, yeah. I think playing basketball when I was from kindergarten on, like, We'd always have, like, the winter tournaments and stuff, and that was a part of it, watching March Madness and being a part of that. And one year, um, my my 10-year-old uh, B- uh, Biddy, Pennsylvania B- Biddy team, we won a state championship, and we got invited to Kenna, Louisiana, and we played in the Superdome. And it was uh, 94, Michigan, Michigan and University of North Carolina, the infamous uh, Chris Webber timeout game. Mm-hmm wow yeah it was oh great time i still remember it wow
0: that's those are those are great memories those are great memories, and and it's great that you have you know your passion has continued on and it's great to be able to to share it with you know kids and your kids and and just everybody
1: i appreciate that
0: oh yeah for sure um getting back turning the page a little bit outside of march madness even though the NFL free agency has been madness. I want to get into some Eagles trades that never were and, <laughs> and your thoughts on, on, on what does that tell you about the Eagles mindset this off season? Okay. So it, so, um, for birds fans that don't know or are unfamiliar, um, it came out a couple days ago that the Eagles almost had a deal in place to trade for Calvin Ridley, um, of the Atlanta Falcons. But then the Falcons backed out for some reason, didn't tell the Eagles, you know, and then, We found out, of course, that Calvin Ridley has been suspended for an entire year for betting, allegedly, he says, $1,500 on um, the Falcons to win against the Jaguars. Um, Why a man would would be willing to forfeit millions of dollars for a $1,500 bet, I really don't know. I think it's... Important to say that Calvin Ridley really had been stepped away from the team at the time that he placed the bet to deal with some mental health issues, and we don't know what state of mind he was in when he decided he was going to do that, make that decision, of course. But as always, actions have consequences, and sometimes, you know, the NFL actually punish you for those, um, those actions. So what are your thoughts on this, John? What do you think about this almost trade and um, Calvin Ridley's
1: decision? We dodged the bullet. But I mean, the talent was there. Um, it's tricky with with COVID and everything. At the at the time, it was like the height of of COVID or coming back from. And I think maybe that played a part of it. Um it, he would have been a good addition. There's definitely familiarity with it. We we talked about it previously in our free agent targets um to look at previously uh he would have been a good fit would have been a good fit it just he maybe he wasn't interested in playing for the falcons for the falcons even though they traded uh julio this that was his chance to prove that he was the number one and pressure something pressure something else that was oh, his yeah, opportunity absolutely. to be the true number one receiver For the Falcons. True number one. Without Julio.
0: It's very interesting to me. You know, I I think about it and I I say, you know, the like you say, the talent is there. And again, we go back to what's going on with the person. You know, it doesn't matter what your skills are, if you yourself aren't. Right. If you yourself aren't in the best state of mind to be at your best level, and to be at your at your most optimal level, and so you know clearly that was a situation going on with Calvin Ridley. Um, like you say, the Eagles dodged a bullet, but it's it sucks because we don't have a bona fide um, uh, wide receiver to go to pair with the, the Devonte Smith, and so now we have to kind of pick through some other options. You know, I know there's no way Amari Cooper's getting traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know if I would even want him if he were cut. Um, I heard that the Vikings potentially are on on the the trading block for a lot of things. So maybe Adam Thielen is available. I know he's had a couple injuries in the past, but he still seems, you know, he would be maybe reliable. Um, I saw some talk about Cole Beasley maybe being moved. Oh, and I don't, I'm not a Cole Beasley fan.
1: Good in the about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it, so, I mean, they keep talking up Quest Watkins. But I mean, I, honestly, at this point, when you hear the Eagles talking up a player, assume that player is due to be traded.
1: Or move, or, move. or, or some their something. Is- something. He,
0: ain't, he ain't long for we the love,
1: We love quiz. It's reported the Eagles have signed Brian Tappleberry from University. The-
0: oh yeah, oh yeah. Carson's like my right hand. I would. I might think my ring finger. What would I do without him? Oh, the car. The trade. The Eagles have traded Carson once to the Colts <laughs> for first round. Oh, oh, Jalen. Oh, we're determined to build a team around Jalen. Determined to build a team around Jalen. The Eagles have been. Met, known to make a serious offer for Russell Wilson, but were rebuffed. The Eagles have been making serious inquiries into the Sean Watson thing. Keep an eye on for the Eagles when it comes to Sean Watson. <laughs> anyway, so so I've so I've definitely taken to to reading between the lines. I know when my when my GM is obfuscating. Um, I know when he's trying to um, hide. From certain things, when you have to read between the lines, and I don't know why you wouldn't assume that Howie was in on every single call, trying to make a call and trying to make a deal for this, that, and the third. So, you know, I like the idea that they're not—they're not, they're not going to sit on their hands. It'd be interesting. I—I I have a feeling the Eagles are going to make some trade. Like it's just in Howie's DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, some—sometimes he tries to learn from his decisions, so he course corrects a little bit too much. It'll be interesting to see what he does in the free agent, in the wide receiver position. Um, We really do need a wide receiver, but there are a lot of other needs. So uh, I don't know. What do you think, John?
1: It's funny because before the show on Twitter, I saw that um, one of our Eagles Twitter brethren posted that the Eagles were looking to trade for uh, Patriots receiver Nikhil Harry. Oh, first, former first round pick from Arizona State, mm-hmm. and he was disgruntled. Remember, we had to joint practices with the Patriots. He was disgruntled, but he still reported to camp. He wanted he I didn't he, at the end of last, the end of the se- um, the end of the previous season. Didn't he go to ownership and say he wanted he demanded to be traded? I'm not sure.
0: I'm not sure. It's, it's interesting. It's it, a lot of the um, the Patriots' recent draft picks haven't really panned out. So it's it's interesting to me to see. You know, I, I think that tends to happen a couple years into a lot of these um, um, franchise regimes. The same thing happened to to Andy Reid after a while. You know, his his draft picks at first he was hitting on them, but when he was wasn't hitting on his picks anymore, or, or he his coaches had gotten you know. Uh, poached so much that he didn't have The same uh, level he didn't have The same guys that he once had To kind of help him with things You know it, it shows up in a lot of ways You know um it, we really Underestimate all that goes into building A championship level team And so I think that you know when you See really good franchises Starting to struggle here and there It's because of those hidden Pieces really not being up to the standard That they once were
1: that's true yeah, and and, so, and and seeing people ab- selected after them having so so much success in exactly. other places, you're like, damn, we spent a first round pick on this guy, that guy, who's a, a two time All Pro in his second year, was drafted in the third round. So we we passed on that guy three times, yeah, two times.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's insane, it's crazy. Um, so I'm 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 definitely interested to see. I think. It would be. It would definitely be in the Eagles' Eagles' best interest to go out there and, like I said, get get some somebody. I saw Khalil Mack. got traded. I. Why weren't we in on that call? I mean, that seems that, like seem that bad of a deal for Khalil Mack. I don't know.
1: I I, one of my favorite Madden teams is the Chargers, mm-hmm. and pairing Khalil Mack with Joey Bosa. But, oh, that's.
0: I like that.
1: It's scary. But you know what? I have the perfect remedy for the Eagles if they want to do it. We have the cap space. This guy is a future Hall of Famer that nobody, I mean, there was a story that came out today that nobody would think would want to come here. And his name is Chandler Jones. Oh, interesting. This This dude has 107 sacks, career sacks. Yeah, um, he, he's a three, four outside linebacker. But he said today that he never had the opportunity to pick the scheme that he was he, he played it. He just got forced to adapt and be in a system. So he now has the opportunity to pick the scheme that fits him the most. And he's a four three D.N. at heart. He was a four three D.N. at Syracuse. He was he was lighter than the two sixty five he is now. I think it was like two thirty when he came. He he, um, when he came into the league from Syracuse. Um, That 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 guy just knows how to get sacks. He knows how to generate pressure. He know he has many moves in his arsenal, and it could be had for twelve million a year, fourteen million a year. That will be to get a, a future Hall of Famer. That who's still who's not really long in the teeth that could give you three more years pair with Brandon Graham and Josh Sweat. I don't know if they want to dish out that money, seeing that we just resigned uh, Jason Kelsey to that one-year, fourteen million dollar deal.
0: High Space uh, center in the NFL. <laughs> <Working>.
1: Every cent. <laughs> he truly um, is.
0: No, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I'd, I'd be down for Jones. I like. I like that. Bobby Wagner got cut. You know, I I think he's still got something in the tank. He certainly is an upgrade over all the other linebackers we have. Okay, oh, whatever he has left on he's he's worth that upgrade. So I had him number yeah. one on my
1: list. I had him number one, 170 combined tackles last year. Wow, he had 170
0: tackles last year. At yeah, the you know, I think we could use that type of production on our team.
1: He is you the, know, he when I think back to drafts. And I felt the same way about Brian Dawkins, that he was going to be a star. Dag- Bobby Wagner, when he was coming out of U- uh, Utah State, I was like, this guy's going to be a star. The Eagles mm-hmm. got to have to get him. We missed him.
0: Yep. Yeah. Of course we did. <laughs> well, he, was, you, you, pipe dream, Bobby. A linebacker for the <laughs>
1: – um, Let's bring the water boy in. <laughs>
0: right? No, I definitely, I, definitely, I definitely think there are a lot of – Good players. I te- that says ways into our last segment of the night. Because as you see, I'm a little – I'm done. I'm done for the night, okay? I'm out. <laughs> all these QBs took me out. Um, There are a lot of free agents, pending free agents. It's going to be, I think, a it's, – it's, it's a weak draft in certain ways, which makes the run that we're seeing with the QBs and all these wide receivers now and all these – uh, record-setting deals being made, and the the players locking the teams locking up their players really soon. That's letting you know what they think about the quality of the draft, and how how a lot of players are going to get paid probably more than their talent is worth. Um. So so it's going to be interesting. So I want to start with that idea, like the free agents. What's going on in the NFL? There's the cap space has jumped, I think like 25 million or something. So everybody's got a lot of cap space. Mm-hmm. Um a couple of teams still got to get underneath the cap. They they got time free agency starts. Uh t- tell me what, John? Wednesday,
1: Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday,
0: Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday okay, Wednesday. so we got a couple of teams need to get on the cap by Wednesday. The Eagles are sitting pretty. We got a lot of money, we got a lot of picks, we got a lot of we got a lot of things, assets, we got a great line. Um What do you see happening when free agency starts next Wednesday?
1: It's going to be mayhem. We're going to see the Mari Cooper's and Jimmy Garoppolo's on the move. Um, As far as the Eagles, I see Eagles adding a guy like Eddie Goldman from the bears defensive tackle. Mm. Um, He was just recently cut and he was a former Mm. first rounder for former second rounder, but he was, he had a first round grade coming out of Florida state, but he, in the event, little breadcrumb I read earlier, teams are lining up to trade for Fletcher Cox. Now, that hurts. That hurts.
0: Interesting.
1: I, 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 have, been, I
0: have been advocating for Fletcher to be traded for quite some time. Interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. It wouldn't I'm gonna be honest, I not no disrespect, Fletch. You've done a lot, appreciate you, but you ain't who you were. So whatever they could get for him would be a plus to me in my mind.
1: It's tough. It's tough because it's like, do you do you bank on what he's done in the past or do you bank on the money? The money and what he could provide next year.
0: Honestly, it's, it's it's cost prohibitive to cut him and trading him also wouldn't really help us that much. So it ha- they would have to be wowed by the deal. I just think, I don't know. To me, it feels like, I don't mean to, to make a joke of it, but to me, it feels like he lost a step after his toe injury. So it just he just doesn't have the same, you know, once in a while, the old, Fletch shows up and then you're like, okay, like maybe it is still there, you know, maybe it's just a, it's not a talent, it's a desire issue, you know, Um, not a will to, but a want to, Um, but I don't know, I really don't know, I really don't know, so, I don't know, it'd be very interesting to see him get traded. I One person I do know who isn't going anywhere is Jason Kelsey, and thank God for that, we can only just thank God for that.
1: Thank God. Um, I heard Rodney McLeod too.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind him getting traded.
1: Do you see all the awards he won? He won like two humanitarian awards. I'm like, good for him. I really like. Oh Rodney yeah, McLeod. I,
0: Rodney McLeod is an excellent human being, and yeah. I, and he was a great asset and a great fit to our franchise and to our program. Um, but yeah. two ACL tears later, I am just. I, I don't know. I don't know if he has what we need to be a really effective, aggressive defense. And so I'm not happy about the idea of looking for two safeties right now, but I'd rather look for it now than be, again, late about kind of repairing, you know, our defense. I do think that if if you want a Jonathan Gannon defense, you're going to have to invest in certain areas that we have underinvested in for a very long time. The linebacker,
1: Colin Archer. Um, so, Bobby Wagman.
0: Right. Hit the man. To the tail, Howie. To the tail. Excuse me. Tickle on my throat. Safeties. Defense. Defense. Excuse me. Corner. So it's just, I'm just, I just need. I just need definitely them to understand that the that the NFL has changed. The defense of the NFL has changed. We need to adapt with it, and we need to be someone who can a little bit faster, stronger, more um, dynamic. We need playmakers on the defense, you know, um, and we don't have playmakers on the defense. We just don't. And the ones that we are asking to be um, aren't. They're not. So do better, Howie.
1: I would be open to playing Rodney in that Malcolm role, like that that Joker, where he's like up near the line,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: as like a as like a third or fourth linebacker, yeah. as a like the race, like the 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 racer yeah. that Malcolm was. But we, we need another safety to go with it, right? If we select like Kyle Wilson in the draft, I would be ecstatic. That kid is going to be good. I mean, I'm not, very
0: excited. There are pieces there. There are pe- I, I, I do think that we're not so far off right I, I like the us getting to the playoffs show me we're not so far off that the core strength of the team is good and sound um but i do get nervous when i think about all of the rest of um andy's players kind of leaving and then we only have howie's picks kind of remaining mm-hmm. and how strong that that core will be and how impactful that core will be. It's going to be interesting to, to see what, what goes on. I do think he's a better free agent, uh Wheeler mm-hmm. and dealer than he is when he's, when he's drafted. So, true. so to me, I want, I want to see him make two two picks on the offense and the defense. Okay. And I want them to be impactful players. I don't want these middle of the line margin fillers, Oh yeah, they're good, they're good, um, they're good, they're good starters, but they're not great, you know? Yes. I want how we to invest in a different setting player. That's what we need. That's what we're missing. Yep. Um, and we'll see.
1: Would you bring Steven Nelson back?
0: Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> He's only won a lot of money, but if, if it was a team friendly deal, I, I would consider it. What?
0: no, I don't I don't I don't really find what he gave us to be like what he gave us, anybody could have gave us I almost feel like. Especially he, he down the street.
1: Um
0: so I I'm, I'm not really sold into that. Um I, I I I understand having two lockdown quarters is not really the biggest, it's not that great, but I would like somebody to pair, you know, with uh with Slay. I, I just I, I want some DNs. You know, I, I want, I want a, I want a physical defense. Yep. Defense, defense, defense.
1: A defense that's going to dare the other team to wish you would try to run the ball on me.
0: Wish you would. I want, I want a two interceptions a game. Like I, I just want, I want a mentality that is, oh, oh, you thought, oh, you thought. Okay, like, that's the type like of mentality. The
1: four Eagles. Remember the two thousand four defense with uh, yeah. Dawkins and Michael Lewis and Lido and Sheldon. Oh, that was like
0: nervous when they step on the field. Okay, I want teams' defense where they're game planning. Don't throw this way. Don't funnel the play this way. Don't what name me one player outside of Slay that defenses are circling to say play away from that guy, funnel the game away from that guy. Used to be Fletch,
1: used to be Fletch. Maybe T.J. Edwards now, but team teams throw don't over the make like... laugh. <laughs> T.J. Edwards. He he had a good year. Surprising, yeah, he had a
0: good year. Avante,
1: Avante, Avante, in the slot.
0: Maybe, maybe Avante in the slot. Maybe, 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 but <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no. We need a true superstar. Correct. That, that's for sure.
0: Correct. We need a difference maker. That's that's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. We need a difference maker all right birds fans that has been another great episode of three birds and a punt please make sure you subscribe and download to the podcast streaming on apple anchor and spotify we're also on youtube wherever you get your podcast actually okay as you can see you can also follow us at three birds and a punt on twitter instagram and youtube again okay Don't and don't forget to hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Three Birds and a Punt. Okay, my name is Afia. You can follow me at According to Afia on Twitter. It was a pleasure. I am joined as always by my co-host John. You can follow him. Let
1: him know, bro. You can follow me at John Monroe Jr. John Monroe Jr. Okay. On Twitter.
0: On Twitter. (laughs) And y'all stay safe out there. And as always, go. go Birds.
1: Go Birds. It's a pleasure.
0: All right. Have a good night.
1: Have a good night.